everyone. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Deadwire ABS podcast, where we explore various corners of asset-backed securities. My name is Diana. Today, we're joined by Bernardo Martinez, U.S. Managing Director of Funding Circle. Hi, Bernardo. Thank you for being here. Hi, Diana. Thanks for having me here. Could you please give us a brief description of Funding Circle, what you guys are all, are all about, and your specific role in the firm? Yeah, so uh, as you said, I'm a managing director in Funding Circle in the U.S. I've been in the company for a year and a half or so, being actually joined from more than 20 years of experience in uh, in PayPal, Bank of America, and other uh, bank uh, companies. And, um, and Funding Circle is really a platform that really connects uh, small business borrowers with investors and really trying to create a and enable them to to get access to capital. So we have been in the in this since 2010. We are a UK company that have been uh, that actually have now more than four countries, and we're soon expanding into Canada. And um, so it's uh, it's we have we have been, we're probably the largest in this space in in the Western world. So we're pretty excited what we have accomplished so far. I was going to ask, I think I saw a $5 billion uh, pound number somewhere that you have originated so far. Is that right? Yeah, we have originated more than $9 billion actually across the platform mm-hmm. uh, since inception in the different countries. In the U.S. specifically, we have done a couple billion dollars. When you go and you think about it in originations, you also think about the loans under management, which is really a more a more meaningful metric because you are a difference than other players. We, we extend capital longer term. So we actually have more than four billions in loans under management in across the world and actually in the US we have a more than a billion dollars already. So just wanted to kind of start off with the um, break breakdown of the landscape in the US for the small business lending sector. I know it's pretty different from what's going on in the UK. So you coming in from this UK perspective just wanted to see what you're finding. Yeah, so I think, you know, you think about the, the general market for the small business side, it's, it's a very fragmented market. Uh, there's not really one dominant player. However, when you look at the different components, you will see three, basically three type of players. The, the, the most dominant ones, of course, are the banks. And within the banks, you have different categories, regional, national banks, and, and community banks. But in general, it's very friend bank tech. And, uh, and we're really trying to compete with banks. And the way we compete with them is really trying to provide a, co- uh, a service and a, an application process that is so easy that the customers will not spend time. Just to give you a factoid of the things that our customers are telling us when they go to a bank, they take eight hours to fill out an application versus us takes 10 minutes and you we can make a decision within a couple of days in the bank in the bank side it's not as, as easy as that so that's one one element of the of the market I think the other two elements of the markets are really what, what I call captive networks which is really companies like PayPal Square Amazon which are really providing lending as a value-added service for the existing customer base and the ultimate goal for them is really to provide that capital that fuel the flywheel effect in their platform. So in the case of PayPal or Amazon, they're trying to get more people to do sales within their platform. So they're truly not doing, you know, providing a, they're not trying to become a lender. They're trying to become a service provider of, the, of that capital. And they also focus on very short term. So typically those loans are 10 to 12 months rather than hours, which are really on average uh, four years. Um, the other part of the sector is really what we call alternative lenders. And those are more like the debt cabbage and on deck. Uh, similar to the captive networks, they're, they're really focusing in short term. And, and they really try to, you know, they tend to be higher rate than ours. And, and I think that the way we compete with those two, Captive networks and and um, 
And our and the alternative lender is really to provide a much better a, APR. I mean, our you know our APR from a loan perspective is probably a third or half of what the, the other uh, competitors are doing. So our process is not as fast as the other ones, but it's fast enough that they will have a, they will have a good comparison in terms of our pricing, and therefore they will take us over them. Got it. Since you mentioned APR, what are the typical APRs on your platform? I know. Typically, it's between the average between 13 and 14 percent. We publish our quarterly uh, data every quarter, and you can see how how much we charge. Got it. And given our audience that are all kind of the institutional folks out there, what are you seeing in terms of kind of what the type of investors that gravitate to your platform here in the U.S.? Well, what we're seeing is a. Uh, continue to have interest about, around platforms like ours. I think they're looking for opportunities to have a, an enhanced returns of their capital. So, you know, we start with, right now we have a diversified pool of, uh, of access through asset managers, institutional investors in general, and banks. So we continue to see progress through that. And, and right now, the one that we don't do here as well as we do in the UK is really the retail platform. So what, that's one that we're actually trying to invest some time to see we can develop our what we call accredited platform it's not a true retail it's more of that for accredited got it so that's kind of an area of focus for you right now yeah. to develop it in the u.s yeah makes sense so um you mentioned the several types of investors um are you also seeing any interest from insurance firms or pension funds i know in the uk those kind of companies have had some traction with you folks yeah i know they, they actually invest in, in our loans in the uk and i think we're, we're they're starting to explore our opportunities here <laughs> in the us but they're you know they're we're in the early conversations with them absolutely right, and if we could spend a little time talking about kind of interest rates spreads in the sector have you seen kind of interest rates? Obviously, in other sectors, we've seen them. Uh, actually, depending on the sector, we've seen them going either way. But just in the small business lending sector, what have you been seeing? Well, we have seen across the board a little bit. I mean, the last 36 days have been changing a little bit in the market. But we have seen a little bit of an increase of our interest rates through the markets. I mean, the last, as I said, 30 days have been a little bit different. But I would say the last year or so, we have seen an uptake in, in, in costs for, for borrowers. We're trying to continue to look for an additional investor that help us mitigate those increases. But uh, that's probably what we're seeing at this point in time. How about from the investor perspective? How have their returns trended? I mean, there I think we, I mean, in the U.S., we have uh, we have been performing very well. We feel pretty good about where we stand in terms of returns. I think at, at the end, you know, when you look at the progression that we're seeing today, we're expecting our 2018 cohorts to be in the five to six point six point six percent six six percent. So, at the end of the day, it's you know what what we have been what we've seen in the lately. Got it. And if we can just talk about the ABS space, I guess, overall for this sector in the U.S., you know, online lending, consumer ABS has been pretty established in the past years. But the small business lending sector is not seeing as many deals come into the market or not as many players kind of tapping the ABS markets for um, opportunities. And I know you guys have that kind of in the books. Just touch on the kind of the lay of the ground of the ABS for small business lending and then if how how do, are you guys viewing it for funding circle yeah well we're pretty excited about we as we mentioned in the past when we have talked to you i think we're we had that in for our second part of the year i think we're looking that as another what we call our bond product and and we are we're looking forward to that uh, as an avenue to attract different type of investors that today are not really buyers of whole loans if you will so i think we will look forward to that and we, and we see there's a lot of uh, opportunity for us to do it i mean there's other players that have tapped into the market uh and they have been very successful so we are we're looking forward to to do that 
Got it. What do you think are some of the challenges that are stopping, um, you know, some of the other players from issuing deals uh, in, in here? Well, I would say, like, you know, I think it's, it's a matter of uh, getting a scale uh, in, in order to get enough size so you can actually access the market. I mean, at the end of the day, in the ABS market, it's an interesting one. Uh, but at the, end, at the end of the day, it's a costly one. So in order to you know, execute a program, you have to have a scale. And I think I think that's one of the items that we have been very successful is being able to scale the U.S. business in a way that enables to prepare us to get into that into that area. So you mentioned it's a, a product for you for the second half of this year. Um, and um, in terms of kind of where the markets are right now, is that like an attractive time frame for you, you think, to have an ABS deal out? Or just uh, kind of overall what you think about um, the environment right now for some of these assets? Well, I think at the end of the day, I think the, the reality is the market seems pretty attractive. I mean, uh, as you can see, as you have seen, the interest rates have come down. So there's always uh, investors looking for attractive yields to, to invest. So we we feel it's a, it's a great moment to access that market at this point. All right, makes sense. And you guys are also big on partnerships. Um, the latest one that caught my opinion, uh, my um, the latest one that caught my attention, obviously, is the Lending Club uh, partnership. Could you tell us a little more about that? You know, it's a major one in the marketplace lending sector. Uh, yeah, I think we're pretty. I mean, pretty happy we partnered with Lending Club for a lot of reasons. First of all, we have been working with them actually for a long time in the policy front, and uh, and we felt that this was actually a great opportunity for us to really put in action what we have been working in the policy front mm-hmm. about advocating about transparency and and, and and things of that nature. So, this partnership is basically putting that in execution and really at scale. So the partnership is going very well. We have been in the market roughly eight mo- eight weeks already. Uh, we can't disclose the volumes, but uh, I have to say that we're pretty happy where, where, where we are, and I think they're also very happy you know, in how we have been executing so far. Yeah, and just to give a kind of a brief um, summary of what the partnership is all about, Lending Club is basically forwarding all of their small business loan um, applicants uh, to Funding Circle, and you guys are basically taking over the funding of it, and your, your investors are uh, buying the loans on the other end of it. Yeah, so if you think about it, it's actually it's a, it's a three-party agreement between Opportunity Funds, Lending Club, and us, and where basically Lending Club, which is basically the largest consumer platform in the United States, uh, is referring to us, their small business lend, uh, uh small business owners that are looking or seeking capital, and basically will take the prime book of that uh, area, and Opportunity Fund uh, will take the under underserved uh, small business owners that are, go, are going through that platform. And uh, so far, as I said, it's, we're, we feel pretty happy about the results. Uh, we're hitting what we expected uh, to be hitting, so we're we're feel pretty confident that that we can continue to develop that partnership strategy, not only with Lending Club but with other platforms, as we continue to scale our business in the U.S. Um, okay, and um, again, returning to kind of the market environment overall, um, do you think this asset class specifically in the U.S. is uh, safe in front of a potential downturn, and how do you guys specifically uh, you know, safeguard yourselves um, from anything like that? Yeah, well, I think at the end of the day, you know, the recession, you know, it, it, nobody will forecast a recession uh, accurately, so I'm not going to try to do that. But I would say what we do is we... we we all are former bankers in a way, and, and we have a, we have a developed a lot of a strong risk methodologies that are similar to what you have seen in banks. So we typically monitor our portfolios, you know, constantly for stress and similar stress testing that you would you would see in in a bank. And what we're trying to make sure is that 
we can serve, we can actually preserve capital for our investors through the through a severe recession. So, you know, at the end, we're not seeing anything concerning at the moment. Um, you know, but we will monitor our portfolios you know, on a monthly, quarterly basis to make sure that we're assessing any deviation of our expectations. Yeah, and I guess we're, we've heard um, several platforms in this sector and just in the online and secured consumer sector too, and of tightening credit, pulling back on some of the rates. But you guys already focus uh, on the prime segment, no. right? So not, you're not foreseeing, you know, any expansions. No, I think I think what we what we have done actually in, in Q1, based on the based on the uncertainty we're seeing in the market, we took a little bit of a. a action in the more marginal credit just to make sure that we were prudent in the growth that we were uh, taking but uh again the 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 performance is pretty strong and we feel pretty good about it but we as a pretty measure we we tighten credit in the more marginal rates and marginal credit uh grades that we have sounds good and um, the last question i should have asked while we were talking about the abs overall but i'll ask now um your uh uk counterpart i think they're coming out with their fourth ABS, if I'm not mistaken. So that's definitely like a programmatic thing from them. Do you foresee, you know, the ABS uh, program for you also being uh, kind of a programmatic thing? Yeah, I would say like, I, I think we see any of these programs, like either the bond program or ABS or, you know, whole loan program. These are just a part of a, you know, a, a diversify options that we have in order to access uh, capital for our borrowers. So yes, you will expect that we will continue to, to work through this as a as a more established program. Okay. Anything that the investors out there don't invest with you right now should know. Well, I would say I think we are. Well, what we are pretty pretty happy about is that the, the platform in the U.S. is scaling. Uh, we have actually we have developed our four generation models in risk. We we have gathered so many learnings through the years, and we feel pretty good about how we can actually, you know manage risk uh, for the small business side. So I think it's a great opportunity. We are unique in the space compared to the other players that exist. And I think we, we are providing a very unique asset class uh, compared to the others because it's a long-term product, not necessarily a short-term, and uh, with a very prime focus segment, which is really not the same as the other players in the industry. So it's a unique asset class with a great return. So we'll, you know, look for other investors to take a look and see if they like it. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining today, uh, Bernardo. It uh, was a pleasure. And thank you all of you for tuning in. Uh, please listen to our previous um, uh, podcast on thedeathwire.com. Thank you. Thanks, Diana, for having me here. <laughs>